My name is Jeff. They call me Bruce. Kenny John coming at you. You better drop your socks and grab your cocks, because we're going to be taking the cynic route. So I hope you like stories about poop. And farts. (laughs) And dicks. Mostly poops and dicks. You can contact us on Twitter, Facebook, Patreon, or at www.takingthecynicroute.com. Optimistic minds and optimistic hearts. If you're easily offended, then it's time that you depart. A bunch of dicks from Baltimore trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, what this life's about. Taking the cynic route. On this episode, we go over a top ten podcasting pet peeve list. We go over Bruce's hatred for telemarketers. Guinea John's hatred for loud motorcycles, my hatred for protesters, and we run a list off of anal cunt songs. So enjoy taking the cynic route. Gentlemen, how's it going? Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Taking the cynic route. Here we go. Another fantastic week in the great human buffet of madness that we call the world. <laughs> and we are your tour guides. Tour, tour guides? Tour. tour. <laughs> We're here to tutor you as we tour you through this raft of shit that we call the world. I thought you, I thought you said turd guides, which <laughs> is also equally just as descriptive of what we do. It's appropriate. Definitely. Turd guides. It's awesome. Tongue depressor would do that. <laughs> really thought this through <laughs> remember in fucking elementary school when they'd come in and check your hair for lice did you guys do you, did they I, do that I, for yes, you yes they did and and the, the some lady would come in like the school nurse or, or it would even be a random lady you never saw before and they'd have tongue depressors and they'd like go through your like go through your hair with it and shit and then, like, sure as shit, if somebody was absent, like, the next day or something, ooh, Lamont has lice, or, <laughs> Lamont. or whoever. You know, that's an actual kid who had lice. No, no. I don't remember any kids ever actually having lice, thankfully. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I mean, Doesn't A, register. they wouldn't admit it, and B, the teachers probably wouldn't want to alienate the kid, so it would be complete, it would remain, you would never know. Like, that's that's the funny thing. Anyway. <laughs> So starting off this week, since kick it off, we are a relatively newer podcast. We decided to take a look at the top ten podcasting pet peeves, and this comes from a blog hosted by Blog World uh, from an author named Daniel M. Clark. All right, excuse me, and we're going to run down the ten, and we're going to see which ones we are guilty of. And right. which ones we are guilty of. Run them down. Number one, poor production values. Wait, do you mean number 10? Or are you, are you I, st- I don't, I don't uh, know. It's not if, necessarily in order. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. I, they're just kind of there. I mean, they are, they okay. do have a numeric okay. definition to them. However, I don't know if it's in order. I think it's just kind of whatevs. Sounds good. So production values. Poor production we- values. I like to think that we actually, we have that one down. 
I think we're pretty good at that. Yeah, I think we're ahead of the game. You know, listening to uh, some other podcasts, I like to think that you know our audio is at least uh, audible. There we go. <laughs> so I don't think that's an issue with us. Uh, you, nope. You take. Issue I think we've had enough years at this because we're all three musicians and we've been recording for many, many years. We have a bit of an ear for for auditory things. I mean, honestly, it's one of the only reasons that we did podcasting because I already had all the shit to do it. Right. There we go. <laughs> so what's next? Number, number two or letter B, as it's uh, referred to on here, uh, because apparently this this author is a witty son of a bitch. Overuse of profanity. Aha. <laughs> Guilty. I don't have that problem unless I'm on a rant. Everything's like fucking, and then there'll be this pause where I look for the right word or I'm thinking of the right word. You can always tell when I'm on a rant when I say fucking, and then there's a pause, and then then I drop the word. So you use it as um, basically. Yeah, yeah. an intensifier, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like the kids nowadays, they all say literally. Adults do it too, but they just drop it in as an intensifier. They don't really mean literally. They just mean it to be like... I'm excited about what I'm talking about, so I want to like. It's like an, adding an exclamation point in the form of of a word. So essentially, they don't know the definition of the word literally. They literally yeah. do not know the <laughs> meaning of literally. Jesus Christ, <laughs> fucking literally. I I have definitely heard you drop plenty of profanity. Would not, you call it unnecessary? Not, not though? in rants. I personally think all of our profanity is necessary. Okay, I would agree. Uh, but some may disagree. Some may think it's too much. And to those people, I would say, fuck off. Yeah. When you come up you know, enjoying films like Midnight Run starring Robert De Niro and Charles Grodin and Joe Pantliano and Dennis Farina. Okay. Your people. Every, your people. Yeah, my people. Every F-bomb in that film is perfect. Like, you fat Irish prick. Exactly. <laughs> you Jew motherfucker, you. You only exist out here because of me. There's no, I mean, everything that we love incorporates some type of profanity, so. More or less. That's a good question. What is it about when you go there that just makes it more alive and more, like, real? And then on the flip side of that question is, when does it become stale and, like, it's it's detracting from your point? Like, there's, like, a fine line, because it can add and intensify, but it could also detract. I think it's more of a question of who you're audiences and who you're talking to mm-hmm. i have no problem with people watching language in front of kids you know whatever right i also don't really have a problem if someone's you know using curses in front of the kids i don't give a shit i don't do it purposefully but it's not going to offend me either way right you know what i'm saying so well if- it's to a point now where i mean profanity's almost accepted you know it, it's so it depends who you're talking to. Yeah, I guess. I've got some in-laws but, that would beg to differ. <laughs> you know what was funny? But, like, I mean, generally thinking, as far as younger generations go, I, I think that a lot of these words that used to have a lot more impact to them have been desensitized over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, People have become desensitized to them just because they are so prevalent now mm-hmm. with just everyday speech. Yeah. I will shit in you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you. Um, one thing that was interesting was with the shitholes comment. From the- <laughs> <laughs> this was already a couple weeks ago now. You know, sorry, dating us here. Whatever. Um, it was interesting to, to 
keep pay attention to like what stations said it and which ones couldn't say it. You know, because if you're a cable like CNN said it all they wanted, and that's a fucking circus. <laughs> oh, they said it all, all <laughs> yeah. day as long. often as they could. Yeah. No matter, I would consider myself on the left. You know, however, CNN is sh- shooting everybody in the foot here. Like they're they're defeating their own purpose. Because they fucking here I go right there it is there there's an example right there like they make such a big deal about every little thing that it's like the boy who cried wolf like when something truly important like is is finally gonna happen like where's the, it's just like it's this constant twenty four hour like anti Trump bashing they've got to be more like selective and and like precise but they can't because they have 24 hours exactly. to fill and not enough content to actually fill and it. And that's, that's the, the worst p- thing that happened to our culture, I think, in the last probably 50 years. That 24 hour news cycle. Cell phones. Smartphones. Smartphones. Right. Okay. Yeah. The monolith. <laughs> getting down. Oh, the monolith. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, profanity. Interesting topic. Uh, George Carlin had a few things to say about that, yeah. as we all know. Oh, did he? Luckily, we have a clip right here. What? Uh, you missed your cue. Ah, uh, well, I don't exactly have that memorized, but yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was I was totally ready for a, a absolutely perfect George Carlin impersonation, but apparently not so nah, much. I, I need to study up on him. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I've seen many many hours of him, but I don't. I haven't. In order for me to have something memorized, I need to like sit and study it and like listen to it multiple times in rapid succession. Like uh, Kennison. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, there we go. I got some Kennison down. <laughs> well, next Which, time we can we'll, bring him up, I'll be sure. We'll to, get to uh, that. Right. We'll get to that. Number three, consultants and how-to folks telling you that there's only one way to do things. Uh, hmm. I like to think that on our show that the, we like to point you towards the proper, correct, one way to do things. Yeah, I mean, we're just a bunch of dicks from Baltimore. I mean, you know, take us with a grain of salt. But No, no. Take us as the truth that we are. <laughs> <laughs> what we say is absolute. Well, that's the thing. In our world, or in our minds, maybe. But, you know, if it helps other people, great. Not everybody's going to agree. You will never please everybody. You will never reach a point where everybody will agree with you. Not to mention we talk out of our asses on a lot of stuff. Yeah, half the time we have no idea what the fuck we're saying. Yeah, Yeah, so who, who, you know. True. If you base any of your decisions on anything we say, it's on you. Correct. (laughs) So so down another Tide Pod and have at it. Uh, (laughs) So speaking of that, can we just pause? Sure. What the fuck were kids doing? Like, I don't know. What, what I don't even like get the, it. Was it Pretty Colors or something? Is that like... I don't like, understand how it supposedly started, but I, last I heard, they're now locking up Tide Pods at fucking Walmart and stuff. Like, how stupid Like they did with Sudafed or whatever? Right. Or, yeah. It's it's goddamn laundry detergent. <laughs> Except at least the crackheads using Sudafed to make meth were entrepreneurial. Right. <laughs> so these guys are just idiots chomping on Tide Pods. Right. Ridiculous. All right. All right. Yeah, that, like that's, I said, that's, that's probably a whole other topic to go into. I mean, kids, kids do stupid shit. That's what that just comes down to. Yeah, but this is possibly one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in oh, my yeah, life. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
Like, so. I don't even understand how it started and how it caught on. Like, how are there kids legitimately chewing these things up? Some idiot did it on a video. There we go. And, and then, I mean, is that how viral? I mean, is that how dumb the youth of today are? I don't know. After that bath salts thing a few years back. <laughs> you know what? It's funny because I watch a lot of videos of young people doing stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And then I literally think to myself. Oh, there we go. Literally. Not just figuratively. Exactly. <laughs> we are so fucked in 20 years when oh, this yeah. be- is the main workforce. <laughs> These 100%. kids don't have a chance. <laughs> and it's it's I don't know whose fault it is. If there's work for them to do. I mean, automation this, self-driving cars that. Like, Do you think it's going to be a future of those like fat fucks from Wally? Just Take a while, s- guess what I'm about to say, Bruce. Slothing around. What? You've never seen never Wally? Never seen Wally. <laughs> I want to. I've heard good things about it. Also, the movie <laughs> Up. Yeah, Up was really good as well. Both but I've seen some pretty good movies of that ilk. You've seen like six movies? No. Total. Any ilk? No. <laughs> <laughs> that includes all three Godfathers. Oh my God. <laughs> don't even cat don't even lump in three with the first two. So okay. <laughs> yes. But seriously, who what's gonna happen? You see the the all these box stores closing out. Mm-hmm. Which is eventually gonna lead to millions of people looking for jobs. Right. You know, by Within arguably five years because of King Amazon mm-hmm. getting shit done. And don't get me wrong. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. But what are all those people going to do? Those, those are only – there's only so many skill sets in that field that's going to mm-hmm. translate. Right. And there's only so many warehouse fucking warehouses and warehouse jobs. I and, mean, I get all- it. It's so efficient. Like, the efficiency is, like, a mixed blessing because, like, businesses and CEOs want that for their bottom line, but it's at the expense of, would you rather pay 1,000 people or would you rather pay 100 people? Right. Well, obviously, you'd rather pay 100 people. You know? Well, and they, and they are becoming more and more automated as, you know, as time goes on. I visited some of these, you know, warehouses for my work. And potato chip factories. You know, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that was recreational. <laughs> but, you know, I've I've been to... You know, actual large distribution centers, mm-hmm. uh, and gone through and taken guided tours and everything, and it's, you know, the level of uh, actual humans touching things are going down and down and down. So yeah, it is going to <laughs> maybe to, in your house. It is going to go to a point Speaking where of which, it's I, a I, lot more automated, and there are going to be a lot less people employed at these places. So I, then I, what? Especially as they take over, like you were saying. For all of the local stores. Speaking of le- uh, fewer humans touching things, I just saw a little little blurb in um, News Digest last week that uh, the birth rate in America has been going down steadily in recent years, which is music to my ears. Um, Thank you, sir. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. I, that's going to be a laugh. Little, it's funny as shit. Um, people just need to wise up, man. Like, I don't know. Have a kid or two. Like, there is no reason to have more than two kids. Like, that's my fucking personal opinion. Take it or leave it. Like, no reason to have more than two kids. Three, I, I'll give you a pass. Right? <laughs> Three's like your window. Give John's approval. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, there's fewer resources, few less attention, less love. 
I don't know, less space, the more kids you bring into the world. I mean, if you're wealthy, well, obviously, you know, you've got to work to sustain that wealth. So if you just keep having kids, like, where are you, you know, for those kids? I don't know. Anyway, that, that's a different that's a different thing. Different thing. <laughs> it's a pet peeve of sorts. <laughs> Procreation. So you're, sa- so you're saying rich people should have more kids? No, I, this is for everybody, not just rich. It's for everybody. You know, like if you, we have the benefit of having this keen, intelligent eye among the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> We're like the three witches in the Odyssey. Yeah, and the, the Beastmaster. <laughs> or, or no, no, no. Clash of the Titans. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. I don't know why I said Beastmaster. Because there is an eye uh, thing the in there where they're, they're wearing the a ring in the eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> but um, where was I going with that? <laughs> and, and we know, but like, I don't know, like this automation thing where there's going to be fewer jobs needed. Like, so people should probably like, st- like pull back on the procreating. Like, wh- what are these people like? Don't you mean pull out? <laughs> I don't know. Pull out on the procreating. I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe I'm oversimplifying it, but uh, no, I completely agree. Is that is that is that, uh, that going to be the new slogan going forward? We should, we should put together an ad campaign for this. Back shots for everyone. <laughs> Back shots. Jesus. Anal anal for Jesus. <laughs> anal bum cover for eight hundred, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> The tits now. Well, that's Mademoiselle. So that goes against the logic of a lot of these religious groups that, you know, push procreation to make their masses greater. How's that? How do you do? How do you I fix that? I think that was a thing in colonial times when you had to populate your colony and everybody actually went to church and believed in God. But now, this era of no, of nothing shocking, to quote Jane's addiction, like. Religion, like Lenin, w- was absolutely right. Like when he said, "Like Christianity will go, it will vanish and shrink." We're more popular than Jesus now, and he wasn't just talking about himself and the Beatles. He was talking about like low culture. Like Le- Lenin, the communist leader, right? No, I remember that. No, no religion too. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy if you try, Dick. <laughs> So I mean, do you I think do you think we should do it like like you know, China? You're allowed one kid. Uh, is that, that even true? Or? I don't know. I could it was for many thing. many years, right. but they lifted it recently because they really they realized they needed to beef up their army. Oh, and they can just pretty much assign people to do what they want. So, hey, what you gonna do? Shit. But um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we were talking about five different things there. That was all right, though. That was cool. <laughs> was it now? Thank you. I'm glad we got your seal what of was, approval. I'm sure that's the, um, on the list of podcasting the, the, the faux pas. Guinea John seal of approval. What was the... T- don't go to the next one yet. What was the one we were just on? Uh, how to... Fo- consultants and how to folks telling you there's only okay. one way to do things. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then how we, we have a keen, intelligent eye. We have opinions. I said grain of salt, and you said that we're... Why sages? I, for for the people that forgot from two minutes ago. <laughs> Thanks for the recap, pal. It's called clo- you know it's called closure. Before we move on, could have just rewound it. <laughs> right. Numero four o. 
consultants and how-to folks telling you that if you're not going to get the best equipment right away, you might as well not bother podcasting. Uh, I think we got. The I right think equipment. we covered that with number one and number three, don't you think? Like production values and consultants. Yeah, I that think seems I think like a good. rehash, doesn't it? I think we're good. So um, yeah, those podcasts seem like assholes. Right. Go on. <laughs> Numero cinco. Putting on a voice. I don't know anybody guilty of that. <laughs> do I don't you? know. What about what you? about you, Guinea John? I mean, you know, you, you know, anybody, you know anybody like that? I don't know. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> Is that normally the voice you put on? <laughs> I've yet to hear that. If one. you would like, if you would like a donut, you come into my store. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But just be careful. Judge Reinhold might throw hot coffee in your face. Do you, do you need a do you need a slippy spoon straw with that? <laughs> Where did this come from? <laughs> you're, you're Guinea John, not Haji John. <laughs> Kumar, get it right. <laughs> no, anyway, putting on a voice—if it's purposeful, it's you know. I, I see nothing wrong with yeah, it myself. No. Apparently, this guy's got way too many pet peeves. All right, anybody else on that one? I, I got no problem with it. No, I got no problem. Use whatever no. fucking voice you want. I don't right. care. I mean, as long as you're entertaining, which, I mean, for us is debatable. Yeah, if it's annoying, then just don't listen. Right. I think it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, straying too far from the premise. Aha. Now that I can get behind. But. There's purposeful tan like sometimes tangents can be good. They go in a good direction, or things get interesting. Mm-hmm. But you always have to keep that filter, like that. Keep that thought of is this getting? Too it's okay if you, if you if you if you wander off a topic that you had started on. That can be okay as long as it's still interesting. But if it's turning into some frivolous bullshit, then it's a problem. So that one depends. Well, know? it depends. But the good thing is with our show. It is literally just frivolous <laughs> bullshit about frivolous bullshit. Right? Yeah, I say it depends on what you're trying to, with the message you're getting across with the podcast. Yes, and if your show has a certain title, like a topic title for that week, and you sit there and listen to a sixty minute thing, and f- like forty nine minutes are not about that topic because you're bullshitting about something else, mm-hmm. then that's a problem because it's like false advertising and shit like that. Right? Yeah. Nobody watched Seinfeld for the the deep. You know, yeah, exactly. Story of every, you know, there's I did a thousand there's, things there going needs on. To be they watched it to see some <laughs> megalomaniac give himself a different girlfriend every half hour. That, <laughs> <laughs> we should just go into that, <laughs> which must be a Jew thing because Woody Allen did the same thing in his movies. <laughs> so, so two people must be the entire race. Nothing against Jewish, what? you know. Television slash filmmakers. You know, mm-hmm. Nothing. That's you know, it. This show's getting you, shut down. Unless your name is Weinstein. <laughs> or Jovi. Oh, my God. He's not Jewish. He's not Jewish. Are you sure? What kind of people are these? Are you sure? Is my bomb. daughter tells me you're half Jewish. <laughs> All right. So I, I, I just typed in, uh, is Bon Jovi into the Google uh, uh, search okay, what's it? What is it? Pop uh, up? Was it? Uh, unfortunately, Jewish did not pop up in the top five. Uh, is Bon Jovi dead? Is Bon Jovi still alive? Is Bon Jovi gay? There we is go. Is Bon Jovi touring in 2018? And is Bon Jovi classic rock? I'd say the now, first three questions are valid. Now, actually, the first the first two are basically the same thing. So we could bump number three up to number two. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. 
What? <laughs> Hold on here. Uh-oh. So I did type in, is Bon Jovi Jewish? First thing that comes up from forward.com, the secret Jewish history of Bon Jovi. Ah. Oh. <laughs> now, there's an example of a tangent that may not be well advised. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh. John Bon Jovi says, It's my life and I will come to Israel. Uh, Some marketing thing. He's just trying to appeal to the Jews this week or something. That's all that is. <laughs> bon Jovi to Israel. I'll be there for you. <laughs> I'll be there for you. All right. Uh, where'd I leave bon off? Bon Jovi. What the hell's happening? No. Straying too far from the premise. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Check. Next one up. I don't think we need to worry about this one anytime soon. Too many ads, especially at the beginning of the show. Uh, well, hey, I mean, I guess if I, it means... I, I would love to have this problem. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like it to. Just for anyone actually listening to this, just so you know, we are not above ads. We just don't <laughs> have them. So we will, we will pimp whatever you want us to. So and, if you're a sponsor, hit us up. And I do mean whatever. Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, hit us up. Also, we still have a, um, well, we, if you're interested, actually, never mind. I'm setting up a Patreon either way. Okay, okay. Oh, wait, what's this? We we did just get something from our first sponsor. This week's show brought to you by? Um, Well, (laughs) no, I I was just going to say that we have this. Thing where, even though I'm, I've always thought of myself as 100% Italian because my family's all from there. But when I was in middle school, I had vaguely Asian features, so we've we've hypothesized that I might be like four percent Asian or something. But who, who is this collective we? Um, you know, everybody, everybody at the table. We're discussing business at the table. You know, um, so I was thinking about starting a GoFundMe for you guys out there in the airwaves, you know, out there listening to us here. Um, you know, so I can get myself one of those 23andMe, you know, genetic uh, send away. You know what I mean? I mean, I could always buy it myself, but that's wh- where's the fun in that? Don't you guys want to know? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think you missed what I was going for. That's it. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> I'm not sure what, what you were looking for there. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> uh number number H. Uh interviewers throwing softball questions. Uh we have yet to conduct any actual interviews yet. Preparations <laughs> A through G have failed. <laughs> so <laughs> Um, so I'd like to think if we do do an interview, we will be as hard-hitting as humanly possible. Yeah, I mean... We have enough time... Hard, fuck. We have hard enough time thinking up questions as it is. <laughs> yeah. Let alone to be specifically throwing softballs. Right. Yeah. I'd love to do some interviews. Could you sure. Imagine, yeah. Can you imagine I mean, getting somebody on here that wasn't us? So if anybody wants to be interviewed, you can also hit us up along with the sponsors. We yeah. don't care who you are or what you do. Shoot us some emails. Give us some shit to talk about. Yeah, we'll get around to having a guest soon, I'm sure. That's that's gonna be my next uh my next project. What? Find us a guest. 
Somebody to interview. Somebody just just full of shit. Maybe we should get like a flat earther one. <laughs> that would be fun. Or somebody who's pro Trump. I don't know that the three of us particularly are. So somebody with a different view. I just switched from Republican to Libertarian. So <laughs> you did, yeah. Number nine, not equating podcasting to other forms of media like TV or radio. Uh, so this person saying that you should. He, he specifies. He says, "Sure, it's a younger medium. Sure, it's not consumed by nearly as many people. Okay, there's not nearly as much money in it, but it's growing and it's not going away. It's every bit as valid as other media." And an- Another thing that's just like that, too, is how music in the past 30 years can now be made by anybody. Used to be, and I know we've talked about this, used to be that only certain people who did the work for years and got noticed, discovered, signed, you know, recorded in a studio, manufactured, distributed, played on radio. Only those select few people got their music heard. Now anybody can fucking publish anything out there on YouTube or what or sound cloud or band camp what have you same with this like used to be like three channels and like one newspaper in every major city and that was all of the news and the editorials and the discussion that was it now everybody there's thousands and thousands of these media you know events happening every week with podcasts and and news channels and you know, every fucking thing imaginable is out there now. How do you fucking filter all of that? Well, that's the thing. I mean, do the, do all of those people really need to be heard? Just because you can be heard doesn't mean you should be heard. I agree. But how do you filter through all of that sea of, like, infinite well, it, shit? That used to be people's jobs. They yeah. would be the ones that would. And you know what's funny? Now it's shit. our job. Now we, the consumers, are the ones that have to do that. Yeah, but we don't it's get funny. paid. We don't get paid for it. That's right. We don't. So, but you're rewarded in finding good content. You know, you are. I listen to a ton of podcasts and then never go back to them because they either sucked or the audio quality was terrible. Right. But then I'll find mm-hmm. one or two. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, okay, but I can the, but, give these guys an hour a week while I'm working. But now, in the old days, would those be the ones that made it? You wouldn't even have to filter through all the other shit. You wouldn't have to waste your time listening to those other ones yeah. because the good ones would make it, and everything you chose to listen to would be good. However, yes, were those things good, or were they just pushed upon the public because right. there was only three fucking choices by the powers that be who yeah. wanted the now that you message. have hundreds Correct. of thousands of options. A little more truth is out there, but you have to filter through the bullshit to find those actual nuggets of truth. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't have the patience. It's a double blessing or a mixed blessing there. Yeah, I agree 100% with that. I don't have the patience for all that. There it is. I'd much rather be spoon-fed. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me what to listen to. <laughs> See, I find that hard to believe, given your taste in movies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're probably right. You know. All right. You, you flip me. Yeah. All right. No, I don't want to be spoon-fed. I completely agree that it's just as when you look at the numbers, when you look at the numbers that Rogan gets every fucking month or episode, he dwarfs the top cable program. Like it's not even close. Uh Like I think they say I don't know what it is now, but at the time it was quoted that Anderson Cooper was the top cable show. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So not primetime, I guess, but cable. And he had something like a quarter of a million viewers an episode. And Rogan gets like three million downloads an episode, so it doesn't even compare. That's insane. Yeah, I'm not saying all podcasts get that. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, 
or yeah. or YouTube uh, people or right any of that stuff. But it's crazy to think that he's out. You know, it's a totally a new medium and it's picking up speed and it's free. That's the thing. You can yeah. just fast forward through fucking sponsor ads. Enjoy that. Yeah. It's great. That's why one of the reasons I wanted to start doing it. Get on the ground floor running. <laughs> Hit the road running. Hit the road running. It's funny. Yeah. All right. So what's next? The truth can be out there. Number 10. Last one. Calling podcasting online radio. That's kind of how I refer to it. Does that make me a dick? Not really. I mean, I got no problem. It's just the sem- semantics. It's yeah. just that's just somebody being fucking really picky. Yeah, he he does right. he does uh, qualify it by saying, "Radio is a discrete technology that has as much in common with podcasting as movies do with television. They share some common broad elements, but they are separate technologies." Other complaints about it aside, I dislike blog talk radio for this reason. Doubly so, in fact, because what they do doesn't really have anything directly to do with blogging either. Uh, Eat a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know. (laughs) So, yes. Uh, So, yeah, he says he's interested in hearing what we consider a podcasting pet peeve. And yeah, uh, he mentioned something about the comments below. I don't see any comments. Typical Hensley Hells Angel could be anybody in this room, somebody that likes to ride a motorcycle. Because we are us. I am me. What I do in my home is nobody's business. I don't give a damn. If they don't like me on my motorcycle, it's too bad. Junkie George is beating his old lady. Junkie George? <laughs> <laughs> Junkie George? Junkie George. <laughs> if you say so. Now, this is what happened. I'm serious. <laughs> Junkie George is beating his old lady. Junkie George, Junkie George's dog. I want you to this. Junkie George's dog bit him, right? To me, this is a personal fan. This is a personal feud. If a guy wants to beat his wife and his dog bites him, that's between the three of them, right? (laughs) Thank you. You're right. All right. Yeah. To keep a woman in line, you got to beat him like a rug once in a while, you know? Well. I agree. Man, what the fuck you talking about? Speaking of <laughs> speaking of pet peeves, shall we? Nice segue. <laughs> Go sure. Ahead. So we all have pet peeves, right? Do we? Who wants to start? Everybody listening, you, think of your think of a pet peeve. You know, think of one. Think of your biggest pet peeve. And if you were at the table with us right now, you know, what would you say that is? Since you can't be here, we'll just go ahead and share ours. <laughs> go ahead. So you had you Well, had... I don't want to necessarily be first. Like Oh, okay. I don't know. Um who's got one? Uh how so... about Yogi Bear over here? Well, I did bring up a list on Ranker. <laughs> Pet peeves. Stupid fucking website names. <laughs> Where they rank everything. About the biggest pet peeves in the world, I'm assuming. Well, 
All right, let's 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 give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. Because I was sort of I don't know. Well, I, I, you wanted it to be more personalized, but I you know whatever. Don't care. Then go for it. It's all right. No. Nope. Not reading. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so because these aren't in, I thought these were right. going to be in like some sort of order by whoever voted on them. Uh, but well, here's a I mean, wouldn't that be the whole fucking point of a site like Ranker is that you can arrange them? Here's a couple All by right. volume. One is when you're trying to watch a movie with a person. It could be a date. It could be anybody. They fidget around and they get up and go to the kitchen five times, or they get up and go to the bathroom. I can tell this when it's poem. Like <laughs> personal. Like when I'm watching a film, like I need to give it my full attention. Like, like I don't want to miss a beat, you know. And, and if you're watching it with a person, like you, you want them to be on the same page as you. Like otherwise, like they're they're not going to know what's happening, and it's like you're responsible for them. Or something. It's weird. What about our movie buff over here? What do you think of that? What did I think of what? I was paying attention. Sorry. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> Fucking douche. <laughs> no, it's funny because I, I uh, tried to organize this list by things that bothered men. And the very top one on here is talking during the movie. There we go. Okay. Um, Just, yeah. like, get all your shit together. Get your drink. Get your whatever snack you want. Go to the bathroom. And then sit. And just do nothing but watch the movie, like that's that's my plan. Right. Um, I don't know. Although honestly, like if if I'm at home watching a movie with somebody, I have no problems making sarcastic comments or talking or doing whatever while watching the movie. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, some movies. Well, that's the talking's different. I, I just <laughs> so mean you're like, the one who's annoying the fuck out of him. No, right. I just mean like getting up and going into the other room. But as long if you're ask still ask me to pause it, like right. I'll pause it. Mm-hmm. But if you leave the room and there's a senior missing, you're going to come back and you're going to be in a different place mentally than where I'm at. <laughs> that's just not all right with me. I just I don't know. At anyway, that's fine. Okay. You ever try to watch Jeopardy with a six year old? <laughs> that's pretty fucking annoying. How so? Just because they don't pay attention to the actual show and they just go off on you know random tangent. Interrupting questions and answers, you don't know what's right. And, right. You know. Speaking of Jeopardy, I saw one a couple weeks ago. You probably saw it. Final Jeopardy question is something about this Ringo. This song sung by Ringo was the only one that he sang that went to number one. Like, obviously, it's you, Al Summer. You're a veritable Al Trebek over there. Al, <laughs> you can call me Al Trebek. <laughs> uh, suck it, Trebek. Uh, <laughs> suck it, Trebek. Um, <laughs> And I swear, like, there was one, like, older lady, she wrote down, fucking get back. Okay? <laughs> did, yeah. Did, did, she write, did she actually say, fucking get back? No, on there? no. And I think there was, like, one, like, kid looked like he get was, back. like, in his 20s. He, he looked pretty young, this one dude. And he wrote down, all you need is love. Okay? I think. And one person got it. The third person got it. Two out of three people couldn't even put down a, a Ringo Starr song, Beatles song. That's crazy. Which to me is crazy, but... I mean, I don't know if I could. Yes, get real. You could. Come on. Don't play dumb. Don't play coy. Don't give me the babe in the woods routine, <laughs> I Seriously, <laughs> like if you uh, think about it right now, I don't know what the hell a ringer sung Beatles song is. So you would not have thought Yellow Submarine immediately when that question was asked? No, I would not have. What would you have thought? 
fuck, I don't really listen to Beatles songs is why I thought. You had to have known that. I, I know when you're bullshitting and you are bullshitting. <laughs> I'm not. I swear to God. I would, you know, offhand, I wouldn't know who sang what Beatles songs. But what about this one? <laughs> that, no, that's more George Harrison. Sorry. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. All right. Anyway. So, yeah, I, I seriously would not have known that. I would have lost all my money on that Jeopardy uh, thing. I would have laughed and laughed and laughed. I said. I mean, he sings Bruce. backups on a lot of shit, but I wouldn't know which ones. So uh, who's got another pet peeve? All right. So I'm looking at this list. There's a couple on here. There's some good ones. Driving too slow in the fast lane, which. I think we covered a lot. We of did last cover week. that. Yeah. Uh, this one gets me because seriously, or literally, just the other day, yesterday, yesterday fucking morning, telemarketers. Mm. You still get those? Telemark- I don't get that so much anymore. I, I block as many of them as I can, but I still get that bullshit uh, coming through my phone. And yesterday morning, missed call. <laughs> 6.14 a.m. Mm. How the fuck are they calling at 6 o'clock in the morning? Like, how is that legal from, anywhere? Like, India or China or something. Like, it blows my fucking mind. I, and I hate it now because you can't even yell at a real person. Because all, they're all the automated yeah. fake bullshit. So you can't, you don't even get the pleasure. So what of kind of people are calling anymore. you? What kind of companies? What kind of places? Uh, You, you get the generic... One's about your credit report or, or, oh, there's no problem with your credit, but blah, blah, blah. Uh, one's about car warranty. Um, and it's, you know, they all come from the same number prefix, but the last four digits are always changed. I don't even know how they can get away with that either, because I'm sure they didn't buy up all these goddamn numbers. So you block one, and then, hmm. you know, the next day you get another one. I'm on all the do not call lists. But somehow, I guess they're circumventing those laws, and I don't know how. And it is the most fucking aggravating thing ever. That's I like, even get them on my work phone. Uh, now, is this a super recent thing, or is it has this been ongoing for? How, I mean, it's it's how ongoing. Long? I mean, it's not you know, it's not every day, but it's enough. Like for months and months, or right, yeah, it's years. funny. I don't get telemarketer calls so much anymore. Knock on wood, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. There's yeah, it so- seems it seems like it's the same three or four things but always from different numbers you let you put your number down somewhere and it was farmed out or sold to these people somehow um yeah you plugged your number into some weird porn site well and now <laughs> you're getting i guess getting that's for the horse I guess, farm i guess that's the trade i had to make damn man so yes if if there was one thing that i could murder people over uh, telemarketers will be pretty high on that list. Did it wake you up at six fourteen? Uh, no, thankfully. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. I just get calls from bill collectors. That's a totally different thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're not offering me shit. <laughs> What's well, the thing? Even if even if these places had something I wanted, you're not talking to a real person. It's all automated, so you couldn't even do anything anyway. And I find it hard to believe that that's a super like efficient tactic, right? I would never buy something from someone who called me randomly, ever. Exactly. Let alone not a person. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to just give my credit card number to a robot mm-hmm. selling, you know, shake weights. Right. It's not. <laughs> what the fuck? So, I mean, are they just? You know, is it even to the point where they're preying on the elderly anymore? I like, guess. I, I refuse to believe this works on anybody. Nobody caught. You know, if they leave the message, 
Nobody's calling those numbers back. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends on what it is. Maybe the the elderly and the mentally I suppose if they capable. Could... <laughs> yeah, there's got you know. Maybe... Do they have phone bills they have to pay for doing all that? I suppose they do. But if they send out like millions at a low cost, they're gonna get some. Just law numbers, they're gonna get some back. It's weird. Yeah, it's like fishing. More times <laughs> you throw out the worm, more times they're gonna bite. But um. Well, one of my, probably my number one pet peeve, it's way up there, it's loud motorcycles. <laughs> Let me tell you what. <laughs> that seems awfully. Oh. Uh, There's a great I, scene in the Bronx Tale uh, with mo- loud motorcycles and Chaz Palminteri, like, you know, these guys just roll into his town and they show his face looking at them like, what the fuck are these fucking guys? I mean, how often do you come across loud motorcycles? Oh, I mean, in the summer, it's pretty frequent. It's I don't have anything against motorcycles. It's do you have to have it that fucking loud? It's like to the point where they're they know it's that loud and they're doing it on purpose just to impose their will and to purposefully shatter your sense of peace just because it's like they're throwing their dick in your face. They're like smacking you across the face with their dick. Like that's the equivalent. That's the equivalent. Like, like my conversation is important to me. Otherwise I wouldn't be having it like this one. And then along comes fucking, you know, smacking their dick across your face. And along comes who? <laughs> yeah, we need a slap sound effect. Yeah. Just a big wet dick slap. Uh, like just shat and the kind that make your like teeth rattle. They're so fucking loud. Like now, is it just motorcycles or, or cars too? Mostly motorcycles. Like motorcycles are the ones where the the motors expose. You know, like at least in a car, it's like under a fucking metal hood. You know, like it's just so loud and cutting sometimes. And like you know, you are causing this noise pollution to destroy the sense of peace or the sense of people communicating or people are having conversations. People are maybe they're sitting on the sidewalk having you know having a sandwich they ordered, and there's like a table on the sidewalk, or you know they're they're trying to enjoy a nice maybe they're trying to enjoy a nice walk through the park or something with their dog or their girlfriend, whatever. And then along comes fucking Momo, uh, fucking. Gearhead McGavin, right? It is a lot of. There is a lot of hey, look at me involved. Exactly, and it's not even for something good. It's like remember, I think a week or two ago we talked about people blasting (laughs) shitty loud music. Like if you're gonna blast music, make it something good. But that's subjective. Some people love their fucking motorcycle. Some people would would <laughs> call you a pussy right to your face just for having the opinion you have. <laughs> I'm not one of them. I I tend to agree with you. I mean, but yeah, I think it's annoying. Playing devil's advocate too. Well, why would they call me a pussy? Why would they call me a pussy? Because you're not into loud motorcycles, and they well, are. What's there to be into? Like, yeah, is anybody legitimately into them, or well, is yeah, it all just? Oh, I've met some guys who are into fucking motorcycles. Dude, uh, we have friends. We have mutual friends mm-hmm. that are into fucking motorcycles. Like hardcore, but like the louder the better type yeah. attitude. Oh yeah, you get bigger pipes, you make it louder on purpose. Right, that's a that's a thing. Just, it's just an to, aftermarket, just thing. to be annoying. 
Yeah, or yeah. There's no much. reason for it to be loud other than to be annoying. Now, I'd like to get Manny or somebody. You know, is he one of the people you're referring to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was, and and his associates, Poncho and whatnot. But I like, would just like to hear that okay. perspective. Why make it so fucking loud? So here's the question: Wouldn't that same thing pertain to music? Some music is way louder than others and makes it annoying, in my opinion. But some people would say, like, I'm sure Bruce's taste in music is way louder than the average of mine. Right, probably. Because, you know, I'm not into death metal screamo bullshit. But I know people are. <laughs> and it's a, it's a, it's partially a volume thing, but partially just a noise, and, and like I a racket think, thing. Do you think anyone's had the same opinion of your guitar amp at a particular show saying... God damn, that amp is fucking loud. They need yeah, to turn that, that person, shit down. Okay, I my amp is situated in a place where a venue where I'm, I've been asked to come and set my amp stationary and play. And people have come let's, there to hear Let's that. be honest. You asked to go there. A, a, go a, motorci- <laughs> a motorcycle is like taking that taking a, a overinflated ego out on tour to people who don't fucking... They have... They didn't ask to right. have their it's, day it's, shattered by fucking... <laughs> Your day shattered. <laughs> well, aren't you the fragile little fucking flower that had your day ruined by a motorcycle driving by, mind you, for probably about four seconds. <laughs> loud as Motherfucker! It wouldn't be any different if that... Day if, ruined! Listen, no. Look, it wouldn't be any different Son of a bitch. if that person got off the motorcycle, came up to my ear, and screamed, "You're a fucking dick!" right in my ear. He probably would. That's my point. It's the same guy. Like I feel attacked. Like it's just, I, it's. Sorry, go on. You, you're, you're attacked. Hashtag me too. Go ahead. And then he walks away, and it only took him four seconds to do it. But do you see the the analogy? Like that ruins your whole day. Not doesn't ruin my whole day. It just gets my fucking blood boiling. Like I would say that. Okay, (laughs) that analogy (laughs) is a little off, just because of the mere fact that the guy getting off the bike and screaming in your ear is directed at you but in actuality oh. the guy at the mo- on the motorcycle has no idea that you exist oh, and oh, doesn't yeah, give does. two fucks about your opinion yeah he knows i exist he that's <laughs> why he made the, the bike so fucking loud he wanted as many people to hear that as possible look at me i'm a big now one one thing that a, a, a motorcycle enthusiast would say would be like well we want it loud so cars hear us and they don't hit us that's horseshit do you think that's horseshit yeah 100 percent. okay because motorcycles are already like loud, like a regular motorcycle that's not like obscenely too loud is already like fine. Like I don't have a problem with like normal motorcycles. Right, it's not it's a the Prius. ones, it's the ones that are like where you could tell, you could tell when they purposefully like Nigel Tufnelled it so that it's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's I mean I, I could be done. I it's could be a done. good no, it's, it's a, a good, good reference. Piece. I like that reference. I don't know. Uh, so it's just sort of like a, a respect for human beings. Like, go ahead. I know. agree. It's I, I, I share your opinion. I was just trying to throw in some. No, I, I See, like I'm, it. I'm certainly annoyed by them, but I, I don't think of them as it day doesn't ruiners. ruin my day. Right? <laughs> it doesn't ruin my day. I, just, I, I don't take it personally. Pretty, pretty quickly. I, I do take it personal. <laughs> I get over it quick, but 
it, I'm not so sure. About there's that. like a there's like a five to ten second window where I'm like fucking mad. Like what, when was the last time you had one? I mean, probably last summer. You know, it's been winter. <laughs> it's winter for a while Since now. They've been out. Yeah. Yeah. And you still seem pretty agitated about it tonight. It's all right. I'm, I'm... You cool over there? We good? I'm all right now. Who right. else? Who else has got a pet peeve? Let's move on. Uh, Jeffro, let me think. Let me think. Um, pet peeve. Pet peeve. Uh, maybe okay. Anyone who protests anything. How about that? <laughs> oh, I know why we've had this conversation. I, I I could get behind that. Yeah, right. Is if it because you... they're just complaining, but they're not offering a solution? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't give a shit what your what your cause is. I'm sure there there are plenty of great causes out there and worthy of protesting. But anyone who goes out with a sign and takes that amount of time and energy out of your day, and you go to a location with others of the same mindset. And no one can come up with some type of solution for said problem. All you're doing is shouting about a problem. Mm-hmm. I would love to have every person who goes there, who takes the time and energy to do it, should have a, even if it's a terrible idea, come up with some solution for your problem. You should, realistically, you should have multiple solutions because most of them are going to fucking fail, mm-hmm. regardless of the problem. I'm sure those people have ideas. Name one. But- every time I've ever seen anyone questioned at any of those fucking rallies now granted de- may depend on who's videotaping the crowd mm-hmm. true know, that's, that it might could be, be a biased thing going but, to try to find right i i watch a lot of internet videos and a lot of protest videos just out of curiosity on from all different biases like so many are clearly biased but i look at both sides and nobody ever has a s- solid answer very few. But don't you think there's at least something to be said about showing strength in numbers? Like, look at these these recent women's marches where they're pretty much Ooh, taking over entire cities just showing that they stand together against uh, uh, penises. I think there's a vague sense that, hey, we, we have voting power. We're going to go vote against you, and that's the extent of what they're what, doing. But that's what does all. that even fucking mean? Yeah, we're gonna. What, what, what's gonna happen? I'm legitimately asking. What I don't even know what their particular problem Agenda was. Is, right. What? Just you don't want to be, you know, oppressed anymore. Like, I mean, we gave them the right to vote. What else do they <laughs> want? Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, it would be good to have a woman's perspective. Maybe we can get a, a guest who's a, who's female on the show. That would that would sounds that terrible. Would reach out. She, she gonna, what are you talking about? She gonna bring sandwiches? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> No, for real. I like, think they just see him as as such a fucking pig, and they're just like saying, "Hey, we're on to you. We know you're an asshole who well, don't disrespects women." I don't even just, think these marches were necessarily against him per se. That's the whole. Right. That's my own question. What were they against? I think they were against Donald agenda? Trump. Penises. Because they had the penises. march specifically this week because it was the one year anniversary of his inauguration. But what are they against? They're against him. I mean, you can say that as much as you want. They're against his attitudes and his, like, you know, the fact that he's just insensitive and all this shit. They're the delicate flowers. You want to talk about a delicate flower? (laughs) I mean, you know, there's a little of that there. (laughs) Yeah, why don't we talk about that? (laughs) I just like like people being... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do. But I like people being specific when they have... Any form of agenda or any complaint or problem. Mm-hmm. The more specific you are, the more likely you are to have that problem solved. Okay. So 
According to good old Wikipedia, uh, the 2018 Women's March held on January 20th, the anniversary of the 2017 Women's March. Uh, So along with protesting Donald Trump and his administration policies on immigration, health care, racial divides and other issues, new themes gained momentum, including power to the polls. Uh, so yeah, they're they're looking for strong advocates for women's rights to run for office, hmm. and uh, the okay. Me Too movement has become a galvanizing force at many of the rallies. Uh, blah blah. What do blah, we all blah. think? Let's talk about that for a second. What do we sure. think about the Me Too thing? Because now now it's become this argument about well, is it going too far? Because what like if a guy just flirts or something. Well, that's the like, thing. Is he making I mean, him a fucking predator now just because he's flirting? You know? You know, I, I think a lot of... I don't want to say a lot. But I think there is a chance uh, for it to be used in a spiteful way for things that don't necessarily correlate to the movement's original ideas. Uh, give, me, give me an example. Like a woman's spiteful toward a man for something what, what are you talking right, about right right i mean a lot of it you know there could be just a lot of, you know you you hear all about these cases and unfortunately it's to the point where people are being tried before there's you know being tried by the public before there's even any right investigation any vetting any anything yes so it is wholly possible that there can be cases of somebody being tried by the public and not being remotely guilty in the first place. I so, think, yeah, there's, I think there's an equal amount, if any. Uh, I, there's got to be so many true and so many false. Mm-hmm. And you don't know which to believe. Well, And, and I know, speaking from experience, that most women that I know or deal with on a daily basis seem pretty average normal people don't seem to be oppressed or having issues at that time like we can say with any actual problem in our everyday lives right it's only the outliers when they come forward and have the loudest voice and i'm not saying that stuff shouldn't be addressed Mm -hmm. just saying i don't know what the fuck i'm saying well and then it's also there's (laughs) it doesn't matter because i'm a white male with that opinion right exactly so it completely gets washed under the rug and, and there's always alternate perspectives to every story. It's true. You know, look, like look at that, you know, Unzi's Ansari stuff that just popped up, you know, the other yeah. week. It just sounded like a bad date to me. But, yeah. But yeah, hey. that is curious. That's very curious. But the fact that, that it blew up to that point and his name is out there now with that. Regardless, I mean, he could have been completely spotless innocent. It doesn't matter because that's all, that's all it takes is somebody throwing right. you out into the the limelight like that. That's and right, and it doesn't even matter what happened. It doesn't matter. The court of public opinion, exactly it rules all. Because now it's like the walk of shame. You know what used to be the walk of shame is now like the. You know, chance like you said, 
See, what's going to happen is that all (laughs) guys are just going to turn to internet porn for everything, and then (laughs) the procreation issue won't be a problem because they're going to stop trying to fuck chicks because of the hassle at this point. It's like that's fascinating. Why the fuck would I want to put up with it or or a chance being called a rapist when I can just you know? You know, I've always heard throw my VR headset on. You know, there's certainly a world of you know, there's a a world of difference between somebody feeling regret over something afterwards and it being non-consensual right right sometimes you just make a bad decision right and sometimes you gotta fucking live with it and because there's a whole goddamn generation of people now that don't know how to fucking live with their own bad decisions uh, yeah, See, I'm pro-choice, so that should just automatically make me on the decent side. <laughs> right. I've read so if you regret it, then you should be able to make up for it. There you I, go. I've read so much, too, about the fixation with devices is, like, uh, interfering with human interaction, like, and the whole bit about, like, childbirth going down. That I mean, it could even be a res- That could even... People are not even having sex anymore when they go to bed. They're, like, sitting there, like, looking at their phone, probably, until they fucking nod off to sleep. Like... Do you know how many people right now, married couples, are laying in bed looking at their phones instead of fucking? I guarantee it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, yeah, I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. Let's just say yeah. That. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so birth rate's going down. Technological gadgetry's going up. Um, people not knowing how to, you know, like dating, like the whole dating scene, man. Like, oh. Fucking crazy. Like, yeah, that did sound just like a bad date. Like, I felt weird listening to the stories. Like, it almost sounded like a personal story about, like, these two people on a date and it just, like, ended awkwardly. And I I was listening for, like, what he did wrong. And (laughs) I'm just like, is is this, like, am I tramping on, like, sensitive area ground here? Like, no, you can have your own sensitive toward the woman or what? Like, no, I mean, I read her account. It sucks that, you know, it it definitely sucks that that's the way everything went down, but uh, you know I think there were a lot of opportunities for different choices to be made to avoid a lot of that. Uh, so I'm not quite yeah. sure what the whole well, end game was in the first place. Well, I'll tell you this: as a man, uh, I've been saying this for years, and I'm going to say it. You know, I'm just going to say it because, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking say it already, dude. <laughs> As a man, like back, I mean, I'm with somebody now on a permanent basis, like, so I don't have to worry about this anymore. But like back when I was like, you know, playing the field and dating and, you know, whatever, single, like I like a man, it's just a fucking guessing game. Like you like signal, you have to get a signal from a woman before you make an advance like I, i've i've been raised a gentleman like I, you know <laughs> like i'm not gonna I can ask tell. i'm not gonna like flirt and court and ask somebody out unless i got a pretty decent signal that she would like me to be doing that you know i mean i think most guys like are of that ilk of like you know okay i'm i'm no dummy i'm not gonna be crass or boorish like i'm gonna like wait till i get some indication that she would like me to it's like baby steps, you know, like like of things you say, if you want to put your hand on her shoulder, like there's all these things like that you need little signals before you know it's okay to do. So it's a fucking guessing game and you you got to watch, you got to be vigilant and watch for these signals. Now sometimes it's possible that you might think you got a signal and you didn't. It, like it's just a constant fucking guessing game. 
that a man has to play. It's just the, the way the system's built. Like, you know, the woman, the woman does not come after the man usually. I mean, of course, I'm just talking like the, the average here, average situation. Like, that's why I always really appreciated women who actually make the first move because they're bypassing all that bull- guessing game bullshit because she knows I got to wait anyway until she gives me the signal. So why don't she just make it clear and just save us all a lot of fucking, like, head games and fucking guesswork? Like, exactly, exactly. Like, more power to women, like, being, like, assertive, not aggressive necessarily, assertive. And, like, removing all that need for a man to fucking be in the dark and, gee, does she want me to, ho- like, hold her? Does she want me to hold it? Does she want me to ask her? Does she want me to text her? Like, it's enough to make a man's head explode. Like, like, it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, so, I mean, I know we're, like, living in this age where the man's uh, the fucking take a shit on, on the man, the white man especially, and it's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's whatever. I understand. I understand. But. <laughs> like. <laughs> like. Go on. Uh-huh. I'm all ears. Fuck. Like, uh, what, uh, you guys can respond. Like, I think I'll let you have this one. <laughs> this is all you, buddy. This is Jesus this is Guinea Christ. John, and I approve that message. <laughs> I have to say, I tend to agree. I, I agree with all the shit you're saying. Yeah, I haven't I, honestly. I don't have that whole lot of experience in that realm of uh, dating in general. But and, and I think there are probably some like unintelligent men out there, absolutely unintelligent, boorish men who just don't know any better. And, and they're maybe, listening now. Maybe they think. Well, I hope so. Maybe they maybe they think in their fucking clouded, stupid brain that they got a signal and they, they got no such thing. And that's how this this shit happens. And I feel I feel terrible for, for the women. I mean, I feel for them. It can't be easy to be a woman. It can't be easy. You know, um, right. Because I'm periods sure I'm, alone. Right. You know, I'm, just I, that's I, it. I'm sure it's comparable to, uh, you know, being a woman's probably comparable to. Uh, Sitting outside on your sidewalk picnic table and having a someone drive by when a motorcycle slapping a dick oh. in your face. <laughs> That's what it seems like it'd be like to me, anyway. Jesus. <laughs> oh. Anyway, anyway. I, honestly, I think that most of the world's problems could be solved if everyone just stopped fucking. Like virtue signaling and saying and, and basically competing to whoever is victimized the most. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. We can all sit here. We can. We've said it multiple times during this fucking conversation. White men, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But it can easily be said for any fucking group. Any group. Sure. You could say midgets. You know, little people. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think they get it the worst of all. I, I'm sure they do, but. If everyone agreed, said, hey, you know what? All of our lives fucking suck. And all of them have good aspects. Can we just all agree that there are pros and cons to every existence and put it the fuck behind us so that we can maybe get together and actually be productive with any time or energy that any 
humans congregate instead of just holding fucking signs and blocking highways. They just imagine if all those fucking people had some type of fucking actual productive um type of agenda. Like that day, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to build a fucking house. Whatever. Let's see how many homeless people we could feed or something mm-hmm. physical that they could accomplish and be Yeah. I I, just, I think all these movements lack that. Yeah. I think people get something out of feeling a sense of their own identity as being different from other identities. It's, but it's just tribal. like when you like a sports team. It's yeah. tribal bullshit. Yeah. It is. It is. Just like allegiance to a sports team. I have allegiance to the fact that I'm an Italian white man. You know what I mean? Like I thought you were Asian. always who I'll be. <laughs> until your ancestry.com well, comes back. We'll have to wait till I think the, the jury's uh, still out, buddy. GoFundMe comes in and we get that checked out. <laughs> it's interesting. But, yeah, that's the thing. Like, Everyone's, every fucking person yeah. walking around out there, whether you're Aziz Ansari, Gwyneth Paltrow, fucking homeless bum with smelly balls, <laughs> like everybody in between, like every fucking person out there has a story and has a background, you know, and there's no like blanket fucking thing we can say that applies to every person, you know, absolutely not. Like there's no one personality trait that applies to all men when they're trying to date or women, you know, some people have had like, you know, traumatic um, experiences. Others haven't. Some people lose their parents at a very young age. Other people live into their 50s and 60s and their parents are still alive. I mean, there's a million different per- permutations of like life experience. And for people to go out there and say, hey, we want things to be this one way for an entire race or an entire group, that's fucking short-sighted because you'll, you'll never have that. You'll never have it just because everybody's fucking different. I agree with everything you're saying. Like, right. Is that kind of what you were saying? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. There's a handful of commonalities. One, we're all going to fucking die. Okay? okay? Two, we, none of us know when. Very few have an idea. But, I mean, you can take control of that yourself. <laughs> you can. I don't but know. You, I, I still don't think that you know you're going to do it up until it happens. You know, Does that make sense? You're talking about suicide right now? Yeah, that's what he was yeah. bringing up. Mm-hmm. But either way, you're going to fucking die. That's a commonality. With I'm e- going to fucking die! Every Joe Pesci and JFK. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there... <laughs> I think I think everyone would just benefit if we focused on the few things that we have in common and acknowledge that hey w- everyone is in this bullshit together. So right. why fight over petty fucking? We just have to, yep. you know, it's Dude, a jubilee. That reminds me of the Robin Williams scene in Dead Poets when he calls the kids out to the the hallway and the, there's that pic- black and white picture and the you know, of the the class of 1922 or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're obviously those people have all been dead for fucking decades. He's like, each one of us is going to die. You know, he gave him that speech or whatever. And the fact that it's Robin Williams, you know, now it's like even creepier. But, you know, you're right. You're right. Wait, so you lost me. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> the bit about that we're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> why did your why did your Robin Williams sound Mexican? 
Oh, I don't know. <laughs> We're all gonna die, man. See. Si. Hey, I say you're gonna die. <laughs> Pendejo. Uh, Pendejo. Bodega. Rob. Didn't I call something a bodega recently? <laughs> like, you I tell was, me. I was like using the wrong word. <laughs> I'm, I may have called something a bodega. <laughs> You guys like La Tolteca? <laughs> I I'm do. a fan. I, yeah. How often do you go? Not often enough. Not often enough. Um, I'd say we get it in once every couple months. Cool. Yeah, sounds about right. And then I go to La Tolteca, too. <laughs> Which one do you frequent the most? <laughs> the one on 22 up here? I do Churchville. Churchville. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that seems the easiest to get in and out of Yeah, to me. Yeah, it's a little bigger. The, a little, you the know, one, the one bigger parking lot. I guess we should explain to people that La Tolteca is a Mexican. <laughs> it's a, it's a local Mexican restaurant <laughs> yeah. that we just happened to go on a tangent about. Yeah. It's I great see, when though. When you're in there, it doesn't hey. matter if you're Mexican. You, you know what I mean. You're part of the human family that needs to eat. That's Here, it. Yeah, here's our sponsor right there. We need to fucking hit up La Tolteca because we we're bringing them in. There we go. I, I will definitely, dude. I will definitely accept payment in dude. We get to do that. <laughs> yeah. So who's, who else has got a pet peeve? I mean, I I, I, gave I went a couple, on yeah yeah you gave did you give us one of yours yet or are you still being I, I went off about telemarketers oh that's right that's okay true. I guess we've all done it then yeah so what else we got um, it's funny how those are all like first world pet peeves you know like <laughs> if we <laughs> yeah there's some motherfucker making a pet peeve list uh not having clean water right, I, <laughs> and, uh, I, I hate it when I don't have food for six weeks not having shoes yeah. I really really. Grinds my gears. Tree bark tastes terrible. It was that funny thing on Weekend Update. It was already not the most recent one, but it was a few few of them ago. Something about like La Familia Pizzeria was opening a uh, a store in Ghana, <laughs> and it's something about they're going to ship New York water there so that the the pizza crust tastes like it does in New York. And the guy <laughs> was like, "You could have been shipping us water this whole time." <laughs> <laughs> Takes a fucking pizza shop. Oh, that's great. Uh, I like to think. Uh, so I could do uh, vapes. Vapes are a pet peeve. Vapes? Yeah. Does anybody think those things are cool for real? It beats breathing in cigarette smoke, though. Does it? As a secondhand person, like, because I'm not a smoker. I don't know. I'd say prove it, but hey, it's the cynic in me. So. The, the, the mantra that I hear for detractors of the vape is, oh, you'll get popcorn lung. I've heard like, that. What is that? Ev- what is that? I like, don't know. I just think it looks weird sucking on a robot dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, in the 1990s, factory workers in a microwave popcorn plant contracted bronchitis, also known as popcorn lung. It was generally believed that this was a result of inhaling a powdered form of diacetyl. Very high concentrations, which is used in the butter flavoring for the popcorn. So wait, popcorn lung is just bronchitis? I've had that I shit a bunch. Thought, I well, thought the name came from like the shape, like it was supposed to be an like an imagery of the shape, like your like your lung starts to like look like popcorn or something. Why? Because you saw the picture on the on the article on Facebook. No, no, just oh. the just the name well, itself. It it so, evocative. So, so it says, you know, reading on lung dot org. Uh, it says when inhaled, diacetyl causes uh, bronchiolitis obliterans, more commonly referred to as popcorn lungs. More commonly referred to as it fucks up your fucking lungs. A, sc- a, scarring, a scarring of the tiny air sacs in the lungs, 
resulting in a thickening and narrowing of the airways. Jeez. While the name popcorn lung may not sound like a threat, it's a serious lung disease that causes coughing, wheezing, and shortness of breath. <laughs> Sounds horrible. I think I have it. Sounds like your lungs are going to turn into popcorn and you're going to die. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like your lungs are delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Some butter on that shit. Bruce will Uh, eat it before the night before his blood work. (laughs) Fuck! I was supposed to fast. You know what? I totally and I have a fucking doctor's appointment coming up sometime soon, and I don't even know when. Oh, your seven-year hiatus is at an end. I know. That whole thinking you're going to die thing makes you change things around a little. Yeah, I, I, I Not enough, need... though, apparently, because I'm still eating like a fat fuck. Cue that <laughs> ween song. What a great ween song that is. What ween song? It's called Big Fat Fuck. <laughs> you. y'all, should, y'all should YouTube that now. Well, you don't worry. We'll wait. Pause fuck. us. pausing, maybe you should just sing it for everybody. Well, it just it says feeling like a big fat fuck, big fat fuck. That's that's the whole lyrics right there. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> but he has this awesome effect on his voice. It's like perfect. That um, that seriously is all the lyrics. Big fat fuck, feeling like a big fat fuck, big fat fuck. <laughs> That's Brought fantastic. to us by com. That's fantastic. Oh, you want to pull up some um, something funny, man? Pull up anal cunt uh, song titles. I am very familiar with anal cunt. <laughs> Here we go, people. Here's the next segment. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, give us give us some and then make some up. And see if we yeah, can actually, oh, I was no, getting ready to say that should uh, be a quiz. Uh, You're not allowed to look. Stop looking. Fuck. Cocksucker. No, we don't need to make a game out. Let's no, just that, enjoy. That was one of the songs. Don't look, you cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Remember, I never actually heard any of their stuff, Like, which is, you know, I'm sure most uh, people haven't. So uh, the out from the album, I don't, I don't even know what album this is. Oh, okay. I think this is from the album, uh, I Like It When You Die. <laughs> Uh, Jack Kevorkian is cool. Value Jet. You've got no friends. You keep a diary. You own a store. You got date raped. Recycling is gay. You're a cop. You can't shut up. You've got cancer. We just disagree. Hungry, hungry hippos. You're an interior decorator. Pottery's gay. Rich Goyette is gay. Brands come Richmond. You live in Allistown. You're a food critic. Just the two of us. Your band's in the cutout bin. You're gay. (laughs) You look adopted. Your cousin is George Lynch. You have goals. You drive an IROC. You play on a softball team. Because you're old. You sell cologne. 
Being a cobbler is dumb. These are all song titles? Yes. Oh, my God. You live in a houseboat. <laughs> Richard Butler. 311 sucks. Your kid is deformed. You're an orphan. You're old. Fuck you. You go, you go to art school. Your best friend is you. You're in a coma. Wind chimes are gay. No, we don't want to do a seven-inch split with your stupid band. The internet is gay. Haha, your wife left you. Hootie and the Blowfish. You went to see Dishwalla, Dishwalla and Everclear. Brackets, you're gay. <laughs> Locking drop dead at McDonald's. Technology's gay. Your favorite band is Super Tramp. I'm an anal cunt. You, bracket, fill in the blank. Kyle from Incantation has a mustache. And bonus track number three. That is 52 songs on this album. <laughs> that Jesus was one Christ. album. Because <laughs> all their songs are like 20 seconds long. Right, exactly. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I've heard much worse ones. You like... know, I'm going to cut a bunch of those out and sample them, right? I, I hope <laughs> Especially so. Especially I'm an anal cunt. <laughs> so, yes, there you go. <laughs> I think how many albums did they have? Because every episode like a, a, like we should a go down a li- song list of one anal cunt album, just one. They probably have a bunch of I'm albums. Sure they yeah, have a, a bunch. Here's f- forty more reasons to hate us, which maybe we'll save that for next time. We'll save that. Okay. For our sponsorship by anal cunt. But they probably don't want to. They probably will write a song. We don't want. We don't want to be on your podcast. Comma, you're gay. Your podcast is gay. <laughs> Your podcast is gay. <laughs> no offense meant to our homosexual listeners. Wind, sh- wind chimes are gay. <laughs> you went to see Dishwalla and Everclear. Bracket, you're gay. That's my favorite. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Taking the Cynic Route. If you guys want to contact us or follow us, through social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can get all of our handles at our website, www.takingthecynicroute.com. If you want to email us for guest opportunities or topic ideas, you can email us at cynicroutepodcast at gmail. And if you really like what you're listening to and we made you laugh and you got a couple bucks to spare, you can check out our Patreon page. Any amount per month will help us cover the cost of doing the podcast itself between production and hosting and domain registry and all that fun stuff. So until next time, like, download, and share. Taking the Cynic Route.